This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. I will make a true confession right now. There is something that I do regularly that makes me a criminal. I, in my backyard, have a small fire pit. And during the spring, during the fall, once in a while during the winter, my friends and I and family have a lot of fun having a little fire in the backyard. So far, no one's been hurt and nothing has ever gone wrong. Knock on wood. And especially during the pandemic when so many things were locked down or closed and people wanted to be outside in the fresh air for fear that being inside might make it more likely that they would get COVID. Well, these fire pits were a godsend. However, they are illegal in the city of New York. And we have seen a tremendous rise, particularly since the lockdowns, of these illegal fire pits. And I think that's fine. I think New York City should amend the law to make them legal, as Councilmember Joe Borelli and others have proposed. Well, now there is another very prominent city that is considering banning recreational fire pits. Yesterday, the Jersey City Council began considering the banning on a use of open fire and recreational fire pits at their meeting. This was a measure recommended by the Division of Fire Safety. The city wants to create an ordinance establishing a higher standard for the promotion and protection of the safety and the welfare of the city regarding the burning of fire pits. That's what the legislation says. Now, the public safety director, James Shea, told the city council at yesterday's caucus that complaints have started to come in regarding fire pits. He admitted that they did not have any data on how many fires these pits have caused, but added that made sense since the ashes and cinders typically only become a danger once they land on neighboring properties. This is totally idiotic. This is absolutely asinine. They have no data on how many fires are actually caused by these fire pits or how many people are hurt by them, and they are pushing a ban. Give me a break. I agree with what one council member, Rich Baggiano, said when they were talking about this. He said, I'm not a fireman, but 99% of them don't live here, and I'm sure they all go down the shore and have fires in their backyards and everything, and they're telling the people of Jersey City they can't. This is wrong. Amen. This is wrong, and I hope the Jersey City Council doesn't go for this. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. We have covered the issue of unruly parents 
at children's sporting events before, and I am just dumbfounded at how certain parents can't act like adults and just get totally out of control. This is a nationwide problem, but one little league in southern New Jersey is trying to do something about it. WPVI reporting that there's a new rule this season in the Deptford Township Little League requiring spectators who seem to think they could do a better job than the volunteer umpires on the field to come out and prove it. Anyone in the stands who confronts an ump during a game must themselves umpire three games before they're allowed back as a spectator. They think that the call was bad, which always amazes me that they think they can see a strike or someone being safe or out better from the stands than the umpire can. And the abuse has been so bad, not just in this little league, but everywhere. In this little league, two volunteer umpires actually quit last week because they were so frustrated at being lambasted by parents. So parents who are going to attend these games better be prepared to either act like an adult or if you want to argue with an umpire, you're going to find yourself umpiring yourself. I love this idea. This reminds me of when you used to heckle the teacher in high school or college and the teacher or the professor would say, oh, you think you could do a better job teaching? Come on up here. Why don't you take over the lesson? And it is a humbling experience for anybody that's put in that position. And uh, I hope this puts an end to the unruly behavior at this particular Little League. And I'd love to see more Little Leagues around the country and around our area implement this sort of a solution. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I have to tell you, what occurred yesterday is probably the finest decision that Mayor Eric Adams has made to date. Former Staten Island Borough President, former New York City Council Minority Leader, former New York City Councilman James Otto has been tapped by Mayor Eric Adams to head up the Department of Buildings after its former commissioner, Eric Ulrich, resigned amidst a probe into potential illegal gambling. Otto was a politician from Staten Island for many years. He is a very close friend. I don't see him too much these days because we're both busy. But he is, in my view, a model public servant. I have been a supporter of Jimmy Otto in almost every election that he's ever run in. He understands the bureaucracy of city government like no one else I've ever met. I've learned a great deal about city government from him. He was integral in terms of bringing baseball to Staten Island and keeping baseball on Staten Island. The guy is an incredible human being. He's someone that I view as sort of an ancient warrior slash philosopher. There is no one tougher. There is no one smarter. There was there is no one more empathetic. And more importantly, for a role like the commissioner of the Department of Buildings, there is no one who better understands the ins and outs of the bureaucracy of the Department of Buildings, the hindrance that the DOB can be for some people, and the help that it has the potential to be as an... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. He also understands enough about what an agency is supposed to be doing that he can make the necessary changes to the right direction. So I think it speaks volumes about Eric Adams that he would appoint a guy who was the leading Republican elected official for over a decade as such a prominent commissioner. I'll tell you, my opinion of Eric Adams has gone up significantly with this pick. I'm wishing Jimmy Otto the best of luck, and I am applauding... Mayor Eric Adams, bravo. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I have told you before about a terrific organization called Lyrics for Lucas. And I've told you about how this organization was started by the father of Lucas DiGiulio, Al DiGiulio, who I've come to view as a friend. And Lucas passed away suddenly at the age of 23 months. His cause of death was ruled sudden unexplained death in childhood or sudsy. That is the sudden and unexplained death of a child child over the age of 12 months. If it's younger than 12 months, they call it SIDS, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. So Al has dedicated his life to raising money and raising awareness for this great group, Lyrics for Lucas, and they've already done a phenomenal job in terms of research into this, in terms of funding different projects and helping out families who've lost children, which just breaks my heart as the father of a son who is almost as old as as Lucas was. But today, they're doing a terrific event, and they are going to be presenting and hosting the yearly Lyrics for Lucas benefit concert at the Starland Ballroom in Sayreville, New Jersey. The event is going to be hosted by my friend Lauren Conlon, host of the Red Carpet Rendezvous, and a great journalist in her own right. And it's going to feature live music from Tupelo, Honey, the Van Morrison Experience, along with the very popular Jess Novak Band from Syracuse, New York, as well as some other special guests. Doors open at 6.30, and tickets for the event are $30, and they can be purchased on the Starland Ballroom website. If you want to purchase tickets, you can go to starlandballroom.com slash events. That's starlandballroom.com slash events. It's tonight in Sayreville, New Jersey. If you can't make the concert, but you want to make a donation, Anyway, I hope you will go to lyricsforlucas.org. There's a it's lyricsforlucas.org. I've known a lot of nice people over the years, and I've known a lot of worthy causes. This is one of those areas where the worthy cause is headed by a very nice person. Please do what you can. Lyricsforlucas.org.